The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello, friends, and welcome back to Out of Patience. Today, another installment of Talk Amongst Myself. No guests, just me. And have I got a story to share with you. So back at Stupid Cancer, all those years ago, from like 07 to 2019, my office was littered, like wonderfully littered. (laughs) Maybe littered isn't the right word. My shelves were filled with a vast array of books by authors who were cancer survivors. They were all a human testament to the power and spirit of hope. I read most of them. I mean, they arrived all the time because, you know, you, you may know I had that radio show, The Stupid Cancer Show, and everyone wanted to be on the show. And everyone wants to be on the show. Rightfully so, it was the hot seat. It was the place to be but I only did maybe 40 shows a year. But these books represented so much to me, people sharing their stories, pouring out their hearts. I mean, yeah, there was the occasional, I beat cancer and so can you, or I cured myself by eating mosquitoes. Those are on the fence, maybe. Do not eat mosquitoes to cure your cancer. Please just talk to your doctor. So across my travails, of course, Matt, write a book. Where's your book, Matt? You should totally write a book. You're a natural author. So says them. But not so saith me, because I never really felt that I was ready. So fast forward to 2019, during my sabbatical after I stepped down from stupid cancer, and was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And then the pandemic hit, and I decided, I'm not going anywhere. I might as well write a documentary an audio series. Some of you may already be familiar with The Cancer Mavericks, A History of Survivorship, but I produced this glorious, says me, eight-part narrative audio series with the former head of NBC Podcasts about the 50-year history of advocacy in America. Citizen activism, policy efforts, grassroots movements. I hope you listen to it if you haven't Just search for Cancer Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts. So during the production of Cancer Mavericks, I spoke to dozens of people. I wanted to showcase and profile some really important people in my life. It it wasn't really autobiographical, but it was chronological, and I was the narrator. And one of the women who meant a lot to me and was a huge mentor was the late Laura Ziskin, formerly of Sony Pictures. Laura was one of several luminary women who were part of the Council of Founders of Stand Up to Cancer, an organization I'm hugely fond of and advocate for all the time. 
So during the pre-production of Cancer Mavericks, I went back to my colleagues on this Council of Founders and asked them, who amongst you would like to be interviewed in the series to talk about Laura Ziskin? And that brought me back to these fabulous relationships. Amongst these conversations, they're like, so what are you doing these days? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing documentaries. I have a new podcast. I'm building a studio. And like, huh. And they're like, okay, where's your book? You need a book. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, you know, when your colleagues approach you and say, you need a book, it might be different than when the former head of Paramount Pictures tells you, you need a book. So that ignited the spark. And I was like, all right, well, what is that book? And they said, it's not a memoir. Never start with your memoir. You need the country to fall in love with you on page one, not because you beat cancer, but because you're funny. Okay, now what? So they paired me with a ghostwriter who by today's parlance is called the collaborative writer. I, I like that better. Her name is Deborah Olivier. And she has previously co-written dozens of New York Times bestselling books with authors. And it was a bit of a publishing yenta, thanks to my friends at Stand Up to Cancer. And in just the rarest of fates, you know, you're pairing a new author with a collaborative writer. And who knew when I met Deborah, she was already listening to this show. She already knew who I was. And she was like, you're pairing me with Matthew Zachary? And this is just the karma and kismet. So obviously we hit it off right away. And with guidance and support and being in stealth mode for about a year, I signed with her agent, Amanda Annis at Trident Media. So yay, look at me, I have a literary agent. And between Trident, Deb and I, we put together like a 115 page book proposal. And then Amanda snapped into action and started pitching it to a bunch of publishing houses at the beginning of this year, 2023. And I'm so excited to tell you, my friends, my listeners, Mayo Clinic bought my book. Mayo Clinic, not Random House, not Penguin. I don't know, pick your, pick your poison. I don't think they would have given a shit about me. I'd just be another book in the discount rack. But Mayo Clinic, I have a deep history with them. I played piano there. Their head of oncology was the guy that saved my life at Sloan Kettering. The head of oncology at Mayo Clinic is Dr. Brian Davis. And Dr. Brian Davis was one of the pediatric radiation oncologists at Sloan Kettering who saved my life in 1996. It's a crazy full circle. So guess what? Look, Ma, I'm a writer. And a year from now, a year and a half from now, I get to say that I might be a New York Times bestselling author. Now, you might ask, well, what's this book? If it's not a memoir, what is it? It's kind of hard to explain because it's me and I do nothing simply. But the title of the book is Permission to be Pissed, a Practical Field Guide to American Healthcare. And it's, it's a lot of things at once, but picture it as if it's like a layer cake. And the bottom layer 
is a little Cancer Mavericks-ish. It's a history series. It explains movements. A layer above that is like a dummy's guide for why healthcare is what it is. Not that it's broken, but here's what it does. Like a one-on-one, like, like a dummy's book layer, sort of. Another layer is obviously my Forrest Gumpish like travails. Not my story, but a story of this insane, extraordinary trek through life over the past 27 and a half years since I was diagnosed. And above that are tips and tricks and a cheat sheet and a field guide for readers to know here are some really simple things you can do to fuck back if you get fucked by healthcare. And on top of that, my goal here is to expose in the best sense so many Americans live and work in this country fighting for the rights of everyone else. And I believe that if advocacy works, and I believe that if you do advocacy right, no one knows. We don't do this for glitz, glamour, or glory. We do this because if we didn't do it, no one would. And that is the ethos behind why I chose to move into cancer advocacy and now patient advocacy and now federal protections for consumers fucked by healthcare. So if you think about this layer kick, the top layer is letting readers know who we are. We've been fighting in the ant farm, the trenches, the sub-basements. Readers need to know who we are. Not for glitz and glory, but the fact that they never knew we helped make their lives better or maybe suck less because it might still be pretty terrible. But these are the human beings and the stories behind the stories, the stories in the sub-basements. It's so important to ignite a new movement in this country for Americans to feel more empowered to fuck back. Or ideally, to learn how to pre-unfuck yourself when the fuckery begins that you didn't want to ask for, but there's always going to be some kind of fuckery. So there you have it permission to be pissed, a practical field guide to American healthcare. So what now? Well, they bought the proposal and now I have to write the book. So Deborah and I are going to go live in a cave <laughs> and write this book together for the next year, turn in the manuscript to Mayo Clinic Press, and then it's their job to package it and put it together and distribute it. And then I do pre-sales and then I do book tours. <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to come to your town or your Barnes & Noble or your internet <laughs> and talk about this book and my history representing American advocacy in healthcare. What a journey. What a ride. Who knew? Who'd have thunk that all those years of being told, write a book, panned out, thanks to Hollywood legendary luminaries who said, write a book. I'm so excited. I just wanted to share that with you. So thank you for listening to yet another installment of Talk Amongst Myself. Matthew Zachary, signing out. Take care. Bye-bye. Out of Patience with Matthew Zachary is an off-script health production. The executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. It's mixed and edited by Kyle Moore. If you like the show, ratings and reviews are always welcome. 
Leave us a message anytime at 855-AUDIO-66. That's 855-AUDIO-66 to share your healthcare shitness with us. And we might just play them on the air on a future episode. For more information about this show and Offscript Health, visit offscript.com. That's offscript, no T, dot com.